I'm Adam Manis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear It podcast. Today we're going to shine the instrument spotlight on the trumpet. Now, this is the third attempt we've had at starting this episode, so I'm not sure if we know what we're doing here <laughs> with know. this trumpet spotlight. Well, a little disclaimer. That it's the third time. Okay, the first time we were thrown so much shade, we felt bad. It so was we too negative. Too, we went negative too fast. The second, we went a little too positive. We went too positive. We've got to hit a middle ground on this one. I think that's why I called this out, because I think we're going to hit just the right note. That's right. I feel good about it. Unlike most trumpet players. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. I already went there. I already went there. <laughs> um, no, the trumpet is, you know, such an iconic instrument of the music, just physically, you know, how it looks, uh, trumpet player in front of the, the, the band, of course, where they always want to be. <laughs> um, but uh, it's fun, you know, we're both from St. Louis, or, or both grew up in St. Louis, and live here now, and this is a great trumpet town. Actually, most of my life I've spent uh, St. Louis, New York, and New Orleans, and, you know, certainly New Orleans, St. Louis, big trumpet towns. Yeah, we, we you know, Miles Davis, Clark Terry... And then folks like Russell Gunn later. Yeah. I mean, just amazing. Trouble Keon Harold. Keon Harold. Yep. Unbelievable people from here. So, yep. yeah, we, we have this tradition. And the trumpet is, I mean, it deserves the spotlight. It is an amazingly expressive instrument, you know, with the help of Louis Armstrong, helped make jazz what it is and, yep. and became this iconic sound of what... And King Oliver before that. I mean, that was like a right. real bridge to the music. And I think, you know... We, uh, I mean, it's just, it's, it's a very difficult instrument to play. I mean, it, when you hard. hear a great player, this is true for any instrument, but it's, I think, a little bit more so for the trumpet. Uh, when you hear it played well, it still seems hard because, you know, the, the physicality of it yep. um, is, is definitely there. And I think, you know, combined, well, you know, the piano or the guitar, anyone can sit down and just play a note or even a chord. You can learn in a few minutes. Yeah. Uh, the trumpet, you can take weeks just to learn how to play a note well there's such a physical limitation i mean you have to build up those muscles in your embouchure before you can do anything right and oh that, i didn't know you spoke french embouchure oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah no but you you it just you know and you can't put it down for too long or else you lose those muscles very even professional trumpet players have to stay on the horn all the time um, there's some trumpet players I wish would put it down for a little while, but those aren't pros. <laughs> and <laughs> luckily, we've got a bunch of good ones that. It's definitely one of those instruments that if you're not good at it, it's very obvious. <laughs> it to is. Yeah, it's kind of hard to slide on that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's more trombone if you want to slide. Ooh. But boom. No, but the thing is, too, like the trumpet, you know, we would say as pianists, we'd be like, okay, the physicality's hard, but then. The range isn't that big compared to the piano, and you can only play one note at a time, so that makes it easier. But that that's actually difficult, you know? Yeah. I mean, we like to, to, to say that as, oh, the piano's so much harder because we could do all these different things. But that's also a crutch for us that um, horn players don't have in that they have to create, you know, if they want to play a line with a sense of harmony, it really has to have a sense of harmony. For us, we can play a line, and if it doesn't have a sense of harmony, just throw in a little chord in the left hand and make it seem like we know what we're doing with our right hand. I do that all the time. Hey, oldest <laughs> trick in the book. It works. <laughs> Hashtag works. That's right. Um, That's why I like Joey DeFrancesco. He's got the trumpet in one hand. He's got the he's organ got, in the other. Yeah, he knows how to cover that. Best you know, of playing both the bass with his feet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about yeah, let's talk about some great trumpeters. And, and I mean, we can certainly start with the obvious ones, but they certainly need to be mentioned right here in St. Louis. Clark Terry. Yeah, um, one, of the, one of the best. Yeah, one of, one, of the, one of the great players, great vocalist, just great educator. Yep. You know, he's not as well. I mean, I guess he was known as an educator, but I mean, he was such an inspiring 
um, you know, inspiring to so many different generations all the way up until when he died just a few years ago was still teaching, you know, high school kids would come by yeah. when he was bed, you know, bed stricken. And, and um, I just think he's, he's just like a ambassador. classic mentor. He's a great yeah, mentor, mentor to young musicians, you know, yep. so yep. it's amazing. And then, of course, uh, you know, if you go a little bit further back to people like Clifford Brown, wow. you know, yep. Miles Davis, that yep. era. Um, amazing things done with the trumpet. Amazing. Uh, Dizzy Gillespie. Yep. You can't overlook this yeah. and all this. And then there's some others that are not as well known that I love to, you know, mention because it seems like, I'm surprised, sometimes young players or, it's sort of like when we talked about different records that when we're surprised they're not known as like deep tracks or even known, you know, because they go in and out of fashion. Fats Navarro. I was just, Fats Navarro. Yeah, no, amazing. Fats, Fats Navarro. Yeah. yeah, he was just classic tracks very influential on clifford brown i believe yeah. certainly on miles davis i yeah, know yeah totally fats navarro um who was that well you know lee morgan's definitely known but sometimes he's not heralded as much as um, a great trumpeter per se you know great bands groovy blue note stuff but yeah, yeah. really great player amazing yeah yeah Kenny Dorham. Kenny Dorham. Donald Byrd. Donald Byrd. Wow, yeah. Yeah, yeah. My sister actually, a little side family note, she took a jazz history course uh, when she was at Oberlin School, uh, Oberlin College. She wasn't even in the School of Music, but kind of an elective course with Donald Byrd. And she said he was super dark the whole semester <laughs> about how Miles Davis stole all his spotlight. Oh. That gives you a little bit about the trumpeter mentality. It yeah, is competitive. <laughs> yeah. Is, there's not a lot of trumpet gigs. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And how like Miles stole because you know when Herbie Hancock first went to New York, he was actually playing with Donald with Burns Donald band. Burl, that's right. And Miles kind of stole him. Well, speaking of that whole generation, there's Freddie Hubbard. Oh, Freddie! You know, unbelievable uh, yeah. musician uh, and mentor again to young musicians. Yeah. Um, not always the best example to the young musicians. Not always but musically, the best. Not absolutely. Yeah, musically he's great. <laughs> well, and then we kind of get into. I mean, obviously there's Winton. Is sort Winton of the who? modern <laughs> Winton Marsalis, <Yes. laughs> sort of the modern, you know, uh, a towering figure of the trumpet yep. still to this day. Yep. Um, and then sort of that generation, you know, m- morphs into like people like Nicholas Payton. Yeah. You get to uh, a lot of modern uh, New Orleans players, Terrence Blanchard. Randy Brecker is in right. that category of players. Eh, he's a little older than those guys. A little but older, yeah, than yeah, those, yeah. But, but of that level of yep. like uh, incredible. And, you know, I think with Winton, uh, the thing that always amazes me. Um, is what an icon and idol he is to just the trumpet and brass world beyond jazz. Like he's really, he's like a trumpeter's trumpeter. Yeah. Um, he, I mean, the classical players, uh, orchestra players geek out, even if they don't play jazz or even know jazz. We saw this last week here. We did. He when was it, here in St. Louis with the St. Louis Symphony Orchestra playing right. there, his swing symphony. And, you know, the classical players who, in general, in my experience with classical players, their technique is superior to all other styles of music. And it usually In their mind, at least. (laughs) If not in real life. They spend so much time on it, especially the trumpet players. You know, they can sniff out bad tone a mile away. And they're all so in awe of Winton. Yeah. I mean... They were like slobbering little babies. It was crazy. It was kind of weird. (laughs) But, I mean, that just goes to show what he actually has. I mean, that doesn't happen a lot with classical pianists no. to jazz pianists. You know what I mean? No, you got to go back to like Tatum and yeah. Oscar Peterson. I think even like Herbie, who was a really good classical player, like you don't hear the classical players, unless they're into jazz, then of course, right. you know. But just on a technical level, I think Winton, I'm trying to think who else in the jazz world. That would be a fun little list, you know. Great jazz play. The, the only jazz players that classical players respect. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, but yeah, Winton's definitely. I mean, for all brass too, like trombone players. I guess his um, actually Chris Bodie was explaining to me. Chris Bodie's another great trump trumpeter that's not as associated with jazz, but he's actually a very good player. Yeah, yes. Um, and you know, he was explaining that like Winton's, and I, I don't want to paraphrase too much, which I'm about to do. But basically, he was the general gist was that Winton's technique on every level is so perfect that any trumpet player would, would just love it. Even if they didn't like his style or thought he played sharp or whatever, they're just like, like the, the way he holds the instrument, the way he fingers, his embouchure, his sound, his, you know, just everything, and then what he can do with it. And he's not even, like, known as, definitely not as, like, the highest trumpet player. That's not his thing. No, like, he's not like a Maynard Ferguson no, style guy. No, yeah. but just in terms of his general, you know, and then also those classical recordings that he's made over the years, which were mostly quite a bit earlier in his career, I believe, um, you know, Haydn trumpet, trumpet concerto, Hummel trumpet concerto, uh, Fosh, and those things. They're like the gold standard for those pieces. They're not recorded a lot or played a lot. I mean, there was, I remember Maurice Andre before, and then like, those are kind of the recordings. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, and then, so then we can get even more, a little bit more modern with people like Roy Hargrove. Oh, yeah. You know, Keon, our yep. friend Keon Harold here from St. Louis. And I would say Roy... You know, talking about Keon, like Keon definitely, you know, a little younger than Roy and coming. I mean, he's not, it doesn't sound like Roy, but I think he was influenced, he would probably say, most by Roy. And actually, that whole generation, the generation of great trumpeters now, I think Roy has had the biggest influence on. I mean, I think Winton has had a big influence on kind of the whole scene. Yeah. But with trumpet players, I don't know, the way I hear them play. And you talk about guys like Christian Scott and yeah. like cats like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Roy really has a huge, and rightfully so, just an amazing musician. Yeah. Yeah, and not necessarily known as like this classic great—not classical, but just like Trump. I mean, good, very good trumpet player, but just an amazing musician. I mean, you hear him play piano. His his writing, his understanding of different styles, very organic and and interesting, and just a consummate player. Yeah, player. And like in the tradition of like uh, a jazz musician who really has a great style about him too. Not just, I mean, in his music, but also just personally. Like he brings something to yes. the music that I think is needed sometimes. You know what yeah. I mean? That like showmanship and man he's rep him and kevin hart is are representing for the style of short guys which is something that i'm very <laughs> interested in so roy's always been oh, great okay. for like the five foot six guys you know like to represent out here um so i was gonna say are we missing anyone yes we're missing we're missing many, a ton of folks yeah, yeah. <laughs> which we'd love to hear from you guys but it's just fun to you know talk about the lesser instruments anything but the piano basically <laughs> it's yeah. good exercise for us right that's right yeah so yeah. maybe tomorrow we'll do us we'll, we'll put the spotlight somewhere yeah but uh, you'll have to tune in so that you'll hear it. Thanks for listening to this episode of the You'll Hear It podcast. You can go to youllhearit.com to get more information, submit a question, or just say hello. Wait, you can do that? Absolutely. All right, and if you like what you heard, please leave a review and a rating below. Thanks. Thanks.